Welcome to the Mouse Moment Podcast, sponsored by These Amazing Places. This is show number 128 for the week of Monday, October 4th, 2010. Welcome again. This is Adam, and here's Doug. This week, we'll be in Walt Disney World, and we'll be in Epcot and Mexico. We're going to do some uh, audio of the Mexico Grand Fiesta Tour, and uh, we'll do some speaking about it. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, a new restaurant that just opened. Uh, it was kind of a re- reformation of an of a old restaurant within Mexico and how they've turned it into someplace that looks like it's really incredible. So anyway, hang out with us here for a minute, everybody. Don't forget, you can also check out our website, which is themousemoment.com, dedicated to only Disney shows. Or you can just go to our regular feed, which is on theseamazingplaces.com. Both places have contact tabs to contact us, and a lot of information is out there. Have you seen our latest pictures at Flickr? Well, you can. Just go to our website, click on the Photos tab, and it'll take you from there. Enjoy. Or you can go to flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places. All right, so let's just start right off. Uh, might as well just talk about the new stuff right off the beginning. Then we'll eventually go into inside the pavilion of, uh, well, inside the, we've talked about it before, but uh, just to touch it a little bit and then go on to our attraction and audio. What do you say? Does that sound good? Yep. All right. Um, Okay. So the first moment of news is that there's a new restaurant. It has not opened yet, I don't think. It's in a soft opening right now or, well, at least. Maybe it'll do a soft opening while we're down there. Yeah. That'd be cool, wouldn't well, it? But I know, we're not expecting You're that, speaking in future well, tense that's right. yes, yes. by so, this point, we're see, have already I've done it. So, yeah, already yeah I've maybe done we'll it. be able to talk to you about it. Okay. We're recording early because we just came back from Disney and... Uh, yeah. Tired, man. We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's perception now. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, seriously, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's already tired, uh, yeah. and that's yeah. before we even go. All right. Um, okay, so, so the, the restaurant name is... It's... Hacienda... De San Angel, Angel N. Yeah, sure. That was as close as I could get. Sorry. Hacienda de San Angel, Angel N. Well, I think you say En Hell. En Hell, yeah. En Hell is how but, you pronounce it in Spanish. Right. I don't know. We're not. I'm not going to do the speak. rest of the show in Spanish for you. So. No, no. Sorry, sorry. So, we butchered anyway, that. Anyway, basically, though, it's just known as La, La Hacienda when you go in there. Mm-hmm. The San Angel N is actually a restaurant in uh, Mexico City that's been open for quite a few years well Since, i think 63 yes it's been a long time 1963 right. that's the name of the restaurant inside yeah and it's in, well no La, that's the La name La of the restaurant no inside the big oh, pavilion okay. the san Angel and oh, so the outside Inn. would just be the hacienda yes okay exactly gotcha. but okay. it's the la hacienda <laughs> yeah. okay gotcha uh la Woo. hacienda introducing Means. the fact that you're outside but the inside is the actual sun and hell in okay Restaurant, cool. which we've done before on a show. I know it's confusing because it's been a while since we've done it. But anyway, 
Um, so this outside pavilion, first off, I was just I saw some pictures before we recorded here. You played, we talked about it off mic. Man, it's so much bigger than it used to be. Well, like 400 seats, right? Well, I think yeah, yeah the I max. Think it looks pretty darn close. Well, to the it. structure of the building itself. Yeah. You used to be able compared to compared to what it used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You used to be able to stand on the steps of the next to the little pyramid there. That's that was the Mexico Pavilion. Look out and still see water and illumination. Well, there's a little patio there. Yeah. Because I think I even sat on that and ate with. Well, Connor down at the restaurant i'm talking yeah. back at the other part okay you could stand yeah, up there you're kind of yeah. yeah uh you well, i stood up on the steps and i could see over that building and see the water okay i got you. now okay. you can't because no. the building is so huge yeah and uh which is it's detriment to those that can't watch illuminations there but now you can sit and have a close-up well, yeah right it's so. an extra uh water side lagoon side uh-huh. location to watch the thing before it was only rosen crown yeah and now you can actually sit and watch it from this place also yeah which to me is like wow this is just another step in the great direction yeah uh, on top of the already italy pizza restaurant that's being opened too over in italy which isn't on the water but at the same time it's more food and more awesome they just disney stepping up the bar with their epcot world it's showcase food. Wo- food yeah yeah it's awesome yeah. so anyway this place is uh we'll, when we get back i mean we've gotten back but anyway we'll do a little more and we'll have yep. more pictures and we'll have stuff and we'll put it up on Flickr eventually and maybe you know what maybe we'll just put it up on Flickr while we're there or something so by the time this show releases people will see it and know well it. and if it's open you know if it was open while we were there yeah we will have uh twittered this thing yeah so yeah, so um, hopefully if somebody else is following us, or mm-hmm. if they did, they'll make a trip over. Yeah, but uh, Disney wanted to retool their, get back to their authenticity of this restaurant. Before, um, it was just kind of like a mediocre restaurant. Hopefully now it's a lot better. It yeah. looks a lot cooler. I did not enjoy it when I was there. Yeah. So, And I know a lot of people maybe did, but I thought, I, I'll say it, I thought it was a glorified Taco Bell. It was just, yeah, it wasn't very good. It's also been upgraded. It used right. to be just a quick service restaurant, counter service, but now it's actually a doubles as a it's counter gorgeous. service. It's a gorgeous restaurant and a table service. Yeah, so, so that's something cool that has been added along with the structure and the, the architecture and everything that's about it. That is something cool for you to check out when you're down there. I think op- October 16th, I believe, is the official opening day, if not sooner than that. So. All right, so let's move on to the pavilion uh, of Mexico itself. Kind of going back to just seeing the outside little pyramid. Yeah, uh, which is a, yeah, it's Mayan. A yeah, yeah, like I, a Mayan pyramid. Mm-hmm. You're right. I actually uh, have right with me the Imagineering Field Guide to Epcot, which I refer to a lot of, and that is really where we get most of our information. These guides are really great. Ten bucks for a whole park. And some good stuff. I just wanted to go over some of the things that they uh, talk about in, when they created, the Imagineers created this pavilion uh, with the structure. Um, uh, we've talked about this before when they've created other pavilions around World Showcase, but this one stems back to, uh, let me just read it. It's called Pastime. In attempting to capture the spirit of the Mexican people, Imagineers turn their attention to the origins of that spirit. The resulting pavilion is derived from elements of each of their major pre-Columbian civilians, the Mayan, the Toltec, and the Aztec, as well as from the Spanish influence that has shaped their architecture and design. And it goes on to say that they uh, uh, took it from the San Angel Inn of 1692. Very good. So, oh, you've got it <laughs> no, down San there, too? No, San Angel Inn. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, my pronunciation. Okay, yes. Aha. Um, anyway, uh, this was, of course... It's different from what we said earlier because 
earlier we were talking about the 1963 San Angel Inn in Mexico City. Right. This one is referring to even before that, back a long time ago when uh, Christopher Columbus basically. Well, it was after him, but anyway, uh, it, I think the original San Angel Inn restaurant. I don't know what it was the actually is. somebody's home, wasn't it? I think Which so. Which is basically yeah. how the restaurant, how the one in Mexico City is designed, and how this one's kind of designed. Okay. Which is what La Hacienda is. Right. It's home. Our home. Our, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so that's that was the 1963 one. This this 1692 stuff is from long ago that the Imagineers drew from. They also stay in this guide that it was interesting because the Imagineers. I'll just read it. The Imagineers don't pretend to be authority. The authority on many of the areas of study upon which the, we focus our designs. So we reg regularly consult with people who are experts. In World Showcase particularly, it's critical that each pavilion be designed with a real awareness of the cultures being represented. To that end, the team for each location worked with a group of consultants and historians who were able to point out any missteps and make suggestions as how they might be corrected. In this case, in the case of Mexico, our original designs lean too heavily on the Spanish colonial influence to the detriment of its rich and valuable ancient cultures. When this was pointed out by a group of foreign exchange students and the ambassador to Mexico, the team changed their focus of the design significantly. So there you go. When they were designing this pavilion originally, they leaned on Spanish influence, and lo and behold, some people came across, and they're like, wait a second, That's what's wrong. going on here? Yeah. yeah, which I thought was cool because they actually used it to, to the right well, I mean, now each right, country over so. there though was sponsored by the by its real country. Well, that's I don't what know. I've heard. Yeah, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. So, but at the same, I mean, some, I think each one has its own. Some, some of them have had more direct contact. Like in Morocco, we talked about that, where the guy, the architecture guy, came actually over to oversee that Morocco was shaped the way it should look. This one is has from exchange students and different stuff gotten some kind of form but anyway uh yeah so that that's just kind of cool because it goes into the this culture and it makes you feel like world showcase tells that story where you can go into the culture and feel like you are actually visiting this location now it's not necessarily real day time right which we which, which a lot of people talked about which mm -hmm. i didn't even know about until we began to talk about it mm -hmm. that most of these places are designed uh, in another time from another uh, earlier time which is also not like the 40s or 50s, but the 1840s or 50s. Yeah. So, which is what we talked about when we talked about the UK pavilion. Right. How yep. people say, "Hey, this doesn't look like UK today." Well, of course it doesn't, because it's older and shaped to be in a storyline timeline. The pyramid. Yeah. Mm. The Aztec form of that. That there. Um, the structure that you see that we're talking about that pyramid. It it is in forced perspective. It's only 36 feet tall. So uh, it looks much taller, and it does get smaller as you go up. But uh, we've spoken about the inside, too, but we might as well just take you inside and uh, just do a little basic. Oh, overflow. yeah. Do you I have, think we should. You're looking at your notes there. I don't, do have, have, I don't have a lot. No, I, most, most of my notes are. The attraction. Are, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, no, we could discuss. You, you've eaten in the restaurant that was inside mm -hmm. of the pyramid. It's incredible, we, I thought. Yeah, we did a show on it. Yeah, and you have some pictures we could go back to again. Uh, yeah, they're on Flickr. Yeah, that are on our Flickr site mm -hmm. under Epcot, basically, and probably even under Mexico and Epcot. So you could you could find them there. But the place looks, if you've never been in there, like you're sitting outside. Yeah. I don't want to reiterate what we've right. spoken about before, especially if you listen to our show. Um, and I forget what number it is. But at the same time, it's a pretty unique place because it sets you in that culture. And 
one of the coolest things about this is it's open and big, so you can get inside. It's air conditioned if it's hot out. If it's raining, you're covered. Um, but the back wall, how the back wall has just got that volcano picturesque form. It's similar to what you see at Sci-Fi Dining Theater where it's like starry night. Right. It's got that feel, but it's it's not starry night. Yeah. It's just all they had to do is just blow some wind across you while you're eating at the restaurant. Yeah. It would you would have really felt like you were there. Uh-huh. And the boats actually pass by it. Yeah. As you're eating. So, that is what's which really kind cool of reminds song. me of uh, uh, Blue Bayou in oh. Disneyland. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's where the Pirates of the Caribbean is. Yeah. At, so, but the Pirates of the Caribbean and Blue Bayou and all that is designed to more of a Spanish style. Uh-huh. In Disneyland, so hence we get back to the Spanish style. And yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's how they kind of got that, their start. It's true. So anyway. It's true. I, I'm sure there's some research out there to tell you for sure. Um, yeah, so as you're eating at the restaurant, if you want to, to get, you can you are right up against the water of the ride. You can. I mentioned that in the last show when we talked about it a while back. Uh, food is more moderately, uh, it's not this authentic Mexican, it's more like uh, upscale Mexican, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, like, a, what was it, Don Pablo's or something? Don like Pablo's that. or, you know, like that, I don't even know how to describe it, just the fact, um, what's Not that? like everybody's eating out on the West Coast. Yeah, what's that <laughs> place in uh, in Easton that's Mexican that, Abuelos. Yeah. Like in Abuelos, if you, uh, I've seen them around, I know that they're around, they're a chain restaurant, but they still have that. It's like an upscale Mexican restaurant, so right. This is what this one's like, and uh, anyway, it's good food, and uh, so don't expect authentic. And I think La Hacienda is probably going to be more geared That's toward that upscale, upscale, yep, style of. You know, I think yeah, I never really thought about that. They they have two, two major restaurants. Yep. Huh. Okay. Never. Th- I guess I hadn't thought about that. I believe it's owned by the same person too. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, so which is kind of cool because they can cross change appetizers over to the make them similar so that you may be able to order something if you liked it and yeah. idea the restaurant or like not or maybe not. they'll stay unique hopefully. well i think the majority of the new one is unique it's be unique right. and they're not going to change the inside menu to match the unique one maybe i don't know maybe they will okay so uh let's see okay i guess we'll just uh the attraction is also housed within the pyramid Unless yeah. you had, did you have anything else you wanted to say? I'm ready to go to the attraction. It's neat too, though. Actually, when you walk in there, because it is like dark. It's like a starry night all through the place, and I felt like I was walking through a mar- outdoor market mm-hmm. uh, at night. That's how you kind of approach the shops and stuff as you're walking through yeah. before you get to the restaurant. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, at that point, then you can walk up, you can get in line, uh, you can uh, board the ride. So the attraction, which is uh, Mexico Grand Fiesta Tour. It used to be called El Rio del Tiempo, and it was actually, at that time, um, it was, it was more like a Mexican government kind of... I think... Uh, like, what does I want to say? A documentary, almost, on, on, the Mexican, on Mexico itself. I heard it described in this way. It's the small world version of Mexico. Yeah, So basically it, little dolls singing a little catchy which tune. Which they still have some of that in there. But yeah. yeah. But, but it's, now it's made more comical by having the three caballeros Yeah. In there. Which um, is who are the Donald? I forget their Donald, names. Donald, Mickey, and is it Mickey? No, it's Mickey's not, not Mickey. in there. No, Donald. Hang yeah. on. Okay, I'll look it up here in a second. I have it. Um. All right. Anyway, uh, so I'll go into it a little bit. It is a boat type ride. Uh, the vehicle names are called Mexico Cruisers. The vehicle capacity is 16 people. 
Uh, this uh, capacity is 656 people per hour, so you're not going to wait very long if you're waiting in line at all to get on it. Uh, it is wheelchair accessible, but you must be able to transfer from the wheelchair to get into the boat. Uh, Connor and I were able to do that uh, with some uh, help. It is also has closed captioning available for the video clips and stuff that are within the, uh, the attraction. And I, I think you can still have a good time even without the closed captioning. Yeah. Um, anyway, so did you find out who they were? Yes. Uh, there's uh, Donald Duck is one of them. The other one is Jose Cariaco. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry. Sorry, I'm butchering it. Uh, the parrot. And Panchito, which is the Mexican Caro Rooster. So the so. only one that's really well known would be Donald. Yeah. So, okay. But here's the deal. It's from the 1944 Disney film, The Three Caballeros. Three Caballeros. Yeah. So there know. you go. Yeah. Okay. It's, which, uh, and it's fun because in fact, when they do the character greetings, sometimes you see the three of them out there doing their characters. Donald's in his little... Mexican hat and everything, and uh, it fits. It fits well. No, yeah, it's and fun. it's a very comical ride. I, yep. I, I think it's just fun with Donald's festive no, he, yeah, running he does. around, yeah, exactly, and, freaking like, out and doing things uh-huh. like Donald always does. So, so uh, it's colorful. It's it is though a lot like uh, a mixture of Jungle Cruise, which if it were indoor, and uh, and Pirates of the Caribbean. And at the same time, Small World. I really thought it was kind of a neat mixture of each uh-huh. one. So, um, I think it opened in 1997. Or not 97. 2007. Yeah, the, right the, here. Yeah, the redone version. The redone it, version. Yeah. Because originally, you called it the uh, El Rio de, de Tempo. Del, del Tempo. I think yeah. that means the River of Time. I oh, think that would make sense because they take you through a chronological mm-hmm. uh, view of Mexico. Yeah. Well, they used to. Now it's completely yeah. different. But uh, anyway... Yeah, now uh, it's like a Mexican party. Like you're there yeah, for, yeah. Uh, like, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, May 5th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. On. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you had wow. to say it in English. I, all I can remember is a stinking May date. 5th. Uh, <laughs> May 5th. Wasn't that a day to live in infamy? I, <laughs> wow. You can tell you're totally American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't no, get any, it's fine. I, I don't get any less Caucasian than me, man. I mean, I'm... <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Uh, anyway, it's funny. <laughs> now Walter Cronkite is freaking out at this moment. <laughs> I believe he's. Oh, I better not say it. I think he's passed away. So, oh. so he just turned over after me giving his infamy. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty All good right. imitation anyway. of him. So. All right. Oh, that was completely messed up. So. All right, let's move on here. Yeah. I just want to say that this ride, um, it's one of our last rides we have recorded from the last trip. So it's, we have a lot of photos too. Yes, Connor took photos like every three oh, and a half he? seconds during the entire thing. So okay, if you flip cool. through them, put them all together, and flip through them, it'll probably play back to you like you're on the boat. Oh, so. cool. <laughs> um, anyway, this it's just one of those fun rides you can do with kids. It's great, and oh, even uh, by yourself to cool off too. Great place to go and cool definitely, off. Definitely, definitely. Most of the time I've been there, the wait line has not been that long, and in mm-hmm. fact, um, no, we were right on, and it was a busy day when we were there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun, and especially with this new restaurant open, it might bring the attention away from from that from restaurant. So it might be a good place actually to go in if you wanted to eat and then ride the ride, or vice versa. Right, might be kind of neat. Good. Yeah. I, I thought too, it was nice, uh, uh, kind of way to get out of the sun. It was relaxing on the eyes after mm-hmm. being in the sun and stuff for so long. Yeah. Um, there's only one other thing I was looking at my notes before we go into the traction. I found some stuff on the food and wine that I wanted to talk about. Okay. So I say we've got time now. Let's just play the attraction. Let them experience we'll come back that. And 
come back, talk about the food and wine in a couple of the new countries, and uh, then we can close out the show. So. All right, everybody. All right, enjoy.
right. So take your sombrero off. Yes, <laughs> take your sombrero off. Uh, that was kind of fun. I, I I think of all the characters, I think Donald Duck's my favorite. He's fun. He's just like that. Yeah. He's got a little bit of adult humor with him, but he's kind of crazy and yeah. fun. And yep. He's usually always mad and freaking out. At Overly something. dramatic. And, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's just fun. got that craziness to him. All right. So I found this on the blog. Um, this would be two weeks ago compared to when you this guys are listening pertaining to, to food and wine pertaining to food and wine uh we will talk more in depth obviously when uh, we compile our food and wine show but there are three new countries this year uh showing up at food and wine festival belgium south korea and singapore it's uh, on once again i have to say this disney's official blog is awesome their their park yeah. blog it's so cool that's where this information is coming from yeah instead um, of just sitting there idle mm-hmm. they add something every day Yep. So, so not only that, they give you cool inside information like this right here. They have the Belgium waffle recipe. So I'll, I'm just gonna say it real quick. Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to. Maybe stress people. Stress people. <laughs> There'll be a mad rush on the stores to get the ingredients to, to get the, to make yeah. the Belgian waffle. It's just all right. All-purpose flour, sugar, yeast, water, milk, um, different things for the waffles, and then there's a berry. Compote is what they call it. It's got cornstarch, uh, red wine, apple, orange, and cranberry juice, sugar, lemon juice, blueberries, and whatnot. And you basically stir it up, mix the waffles, and then put the berry stuff on top. And you've got the authentic okay, Belgium so, waffle from, okay. wow. from the one they're serving there. So we're going to... Well, Sounds like breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good to me. Lunch. Uh, Dinner. I don't care. Late night to watch <laughs> during illumination. <laughs> uh Obviously, Food and Wine Festival is going on right now. Started October 1st, as you heard us say in the last week's show, and ends on November 14th this year. So it's going to be a fun time of just checking it out. Again, I'm speaking in future tense because by the time you guys hear this, we have already been there and we'll we'll have already put up everything on yep. Twitter. We've already we'll, gained the 40 pounds. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if we haven't walked around World Showcase a million times because it is like a mile on how so many odd. Yeah. It's a long way, but yep. we're going to have to do some walking. Make sure That's we... not a problem. <laughs> I walked that loop 11 times the last time I was there with Connor. 11, 11 times. miles of World yeah. Showcase tour. Yep. So. Anyway. Okay. All right, with everybody. that said, I, I just wanted to c- touch base on that because I think the Food and Wine Festival is such a unique offer that Disney has started and kept going. This is it's... another dream. I've wanted to go to this for a long time. Uh-huh. So. And now we're th- we've already been there. We've already been there. <laughs> Future tense, past tense, however you want to say it. Anyway. All right. We'll take a little break here, close out the show, and be back in a second. All right. (laughs) That wraps up another show. All right. We're having so much fun here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, I can't wait to see. Yeah, I've got to go soothe my sunburn now <laughs> from where we were in the park for so many days. Yeah, I can't wait to see what shows we come up with next on all the crazy audio. It's going to be interesting with the two of us. Well, now that the two of us have been in the parks together. Yeah. So. Yeah. So thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned as we cover some more shows on Halloween since it's coming right around the corner. Food and Wine Festival, Universal Studios, anything else that we come up with. and uh, It's going to be a lot. So. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover, probably for quite some time. But uh, good year, fun year, mm-hmm. stuff coming up. Yeah, um, 
I'm not sure what we're doing for Christmas. We probably should start thinking about that soon. Uh, but uh, anyway, we will have more for you and continue to release shows as long as we are I do believe around. we have stuff from Osborne's Lights. Yes, we do. And we have stuff from oh, Disneyland Christmas, right? We already did all that okay, stuff. Okay, so we have Osborne Lights. Osborne Lights okay. video and some different things. And we'll so. come up with all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff builds around that time. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, everybody, uh, enjoy the fall and uh, adjourn to a place where the leaves are changing. Hey, sit back and enjoy. Yes, definitely. All right, have a good one. See ya. See ya. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all night. Show me. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Adios, amigos. Come again. See you next time. We'll be watching for you. Catch us on tour. Viva Mexico. <laughs> Goodbye. Adios, amigos. Viva Mexico. Come again. See you next time. Antoro, next time, please stay on the Sarape, okay? Sarape. Oh. We chased you all over Mexico. <laughs> <laughs>